Welcome to the Best Relationship Ever podcast. I'm Freddie Concio. And I'm Melinda Concio. To navigate the best relationship ever, we have found some of the greatest skills to accomplish this. Through 35 years of marriage and 25 years of pastoring, much of what we've learned will be shared throughout our podcast. So if you're interested in creating amazing relationships in your life, Hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our podcasts. Well, we are back here today again for episode 16. Melinda, how are you feeling? I'm feeling much better these days. I'm feeling marvelous. I just feel amazing (laughs) because I just had an amazing, incredible week. Yes. Yes. Tell them how incredible it was, babe. Well, let's take us back to two weeks ago when you were not doing so marvelous. Not In too fact, good. your energy and your strength had gone down to almost a zero. Like walking up the stairs, I thought I was going to have to like push you up those last four yes, or five stairs. I was losing my strength like some kind of kryptonite was in my blood. Yeah. So we ended up going to the emergency room. And saying something is just not correct. And they started running tests. And we knew things got serious when all of a sudden they came and grabbed us and they said, we're taking you back to our room. We're like, oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So in that, they started explaining to us. That I was not Superman. Right. I couldn't believe it. Didn't know that. And I knew for sure I was. But anyways. (laughs) No, but what they did say is that your uh, volume of blood was down by almost five units of blood. Ooh, and there's only 10 units in the human body. That's just super crazy. So they they tell you, like, started looking at us all weird, like, did you walk in here by yourself? Of course he did. So I guess it was a lot more serious than what we thought. So they uh, immediately had to give him transfusion, and that led to a week stay in the hospital as they ran Every test that they could find, I think there may be more, I'm sure. Tons but it of felt tests. like that drained more blood than they put into you. Well, they, they were, were trying to fight a bleeding that was going on yeah. in my intestines and everything. So they found some things and they we're working on it. It's almost done, but praise God I'm alive and uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Your energy is so much better, babe. Yep. Well, you know, it, it puts something. In my mind, that I started considering the fact, hey, be, do, have. Yeah, one these is are it, three powerful words yes. that I kind of have been running through my brain. I've taught it several times at our church a long time ago, and uh, but today it just settled in deep. Yeah, well, I think when you're going through a, a trius time, a try is that a word? Trius a thing of trials, a time of trials, that uh, you start reaching back for your foundations. Yes. And these are one of the basic things that if we can hold on and keep it straight. And it's such a simple teaching, but it's something that I catch myself on all the time. So as we go through and explain this, I'm sure it will become clear to everybody or anybody who wants to know how this can affect your relationships, your family, your uh you know, work, yes. everything. It's all lining up with three powerful words. Yeah. The first word is be, the second word is do, and the third word is 
have. Yes. And we're going to look at three major areas in our lives where we can apply the be, do, have concept. It really will open up your eyes for a lot of different things that we're dealing with, with our relationships, with our career, with our faith. It's going to hit home perfectly. I can't wait to share this with you. So, Melinda, give them the definition of basically what be, do, have stands for. Sure. Well, be, and we're not talking like the little insect be. We're talking about just the word be. Be As in, yes, (laughs) as in who I am or what's important to me. I like to think of it as like my core essence of, of what am I being. So, and then the second one, I'll just go through all three of these. Sure. Then the do, of course, that's kind of obvious. What are you going to do? If this is who I am, this is my being, then what I do are the actions, exactly. Yeah. The things that you're going to do. And then finally, the have is the results of the doing. So I'll just share it from the reverse side of what I tend to do, and I have to constantly put myself back in check, is because I am an acts of service type person, in other words, I'm always doing things or looking for things to do, that sometimes I get it backwards, that I want to do so that I can be somebody. Mm, So therefore, I'm working. Like I could say, okay, my core essence is that I am a mom. So instead of saying, oh, because I'm a mom, therefore I do the mom things, I take care of my kids and I feed them and I make sure they have a good place to sleep and I do all these things instead of doing it that way and therefore I get the results of what? A happy family. But maybe being backwards, I start working hard to prove that I'm a mom. So many people can get this backwards or switched around because I've had some that say, I want to have money. Okay, you want to have Money, there's the word, the third word, have. So I want to have money, so give it to me. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a B first before that, which deals with your with your posture that you're going to take and, and your attitude that you're going to take with inside yourself. And then the next word is do. So what are, what are my actions going to be so that I can have money? Mm-hmm. So I'll get a job and I'll do this. And guess what? I'll have money. But many times people want to start the cart before the horse. They yeah. they get it backwards sometimes. Yeah. Or they have something and they just want to be that. They don't want to have to work for it. Right. Yes. <laughs> because I have this title, therefore I have respect. But the truth is if you have a title of whatever that title might be, I'm the boss, that's who I be. I be the boss. <laughs> then you do what? You do the work. Yes. You support your employees. You do the actions you of do a boss. the actions. And then what do you have? You have the respect due for what your title is. There you go. Yeah. So the three things we're going to look into is marriage, mm-hmm. faith, and career. Okay. And how do you apply be, do, have in regards to your marriage? Yeah. How do you do that? What are some of the steps you can take You know, in regards to marriage? Marriage involves love. It involves work. What, what, what can or, you do? Or for people who are not married. Yeah. For people who just have a very relationships. close relationships, yeah. family relationships, or somebody that you're intimate with. That's good. Let's let's pick the word uh, that we want to be loving. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a so great what, one. So what is that to be loving? What, what, what do I have to, to do to be loving? Or where, where, how do I get the sense of saying 
I've entered into a space where I am loving. Then your thoughts. Not just yeah. working the love right. aspect, but I'm loving. I think it's different in that because it becomes your the core from which the actions come from. So if I'm being loving, then what are the things I get to do? Yeah. I get to act in a loving manner towards you. I get to be caring. I get to be um, compassionate towards you. Um, Love, if you read through 1 Corinthians, we call it the love chapter, right? Love is, you know, all the list of things it cares for others more than it cares for itself. It goes on through a whole list. You Mm -hmm. get to be all these things. Mm -hmm. And so then what do you get in the results? You get to have a connected love with the person that you're being loving with. So true. I like to back up one more time to be yeah. loving because some people miss out on that point on starting on on point number one, B. So what do I need to do to be loving? First of all, well, I it's need... it's not a do, right? I need love. Hmm. There's a key factor. Just like if I say I want to be a doctor, well, I need to have a degree in being a doctor. <laughs> so... To be love, how do I be love? Well, I have to receive love. I've had to know love. I've had to understand what love is inside of me so I can be love. Just like I know how to be kind or I know how to be a mechanic or I know how to be an electrician because there are things that I've had in my experience that I know how to be that. Once I enter into that space of being loving, then I can start doing the actions of love to others. Yeah. Well, I think everything comes from a place of experience. Yes. Um, I don't think it's enough just to know of something. I can know of electricity, but that doesn't make me an electrician. No, it doesn't. It could make me very dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be scary with electricity. I know that for sure. Well, sometimes it's helpful to even start from the backside. Like, what do you want to have? If you have a relationship and and you're not satisfied the way it is, then maybe you want to identify what you want to have. I want to have a connected, two-way love between myself and my husband. Right. Then what do I got to be? Do and do. Yeah. Then to do, but but you have to be in that place of loving first. Yes. Because in that being is your expectations. It's your sense of how I'm going to think. It actually changes the way you think. Yeah. Like I remember one time <laughs> when we had our first son, when Tim came home from the hospital, And he was only, you know, what, two or three days old. And I had my first motherhood meltdown as I just couldn't get him to stop crying and go to sleep. And I was so tired and I didn't know I couldn't move anymore. And then you came and you picked him up and you just started humming. And in that moment, you became my hero, you were <laughs> my rescuer, but you described it. You said that in that moment, you became dad. Yes. It wasn't just... Most definitely. It, it was no longer just a, a thought of what would be idealistic being a dad. Yeah. It wasn't just, you know, bragging and handing out the little pins in the waiting room when he was born saying, yeah, I'm a dad, I'm a dad. 
But it was in that moment that that mm-hmm. transitioned you. That now you were being a dad. Yes, you were doing the 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 rocking of him to sleep and and humming. And what did you have? You had a very grateful wife. Yes. <laughs> and I had the results of what I was looking for, which yes. was for my son to connect with me and know that all is well and he can rest assured that his night will be fine. You could stop crying now, son. Boom. He stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the bead you have in a, in a very optical real life situation. So applying that to relationships and applying it to marriage you're looking at being loving. You're looking at doing the actions of being loving, which are different types of things, which could be being kind. It could kind. It could be being an ear doing, available. Yeah. It could be uh, doing some work for them, something. Whatever would be the actions of being loving, that would be it. And then have. You would have a connection of love. So there's your be, do, have. Now let's talk about faith. Faith. How do you, in your faith, your particular faith, which way you believe in God, how do you be, do, and have those things? Be a believer, number one. You got to be a believer. If you're going to believe in your faith, you have to believe fully, trust completely in that area of faith. Now, where where is the difference when you're saying trust? Because that's an action word. That's a good point. Yeah. I never looked at it like that. So if you're being a believer, or or, or in my st- in I'll I'll personalize it for myself. Being a Christian, mm-hmm. I don't do I don't do Christian things to become a Christian. I am a Christian. I believe in Christ. I'm a follower of Christ. Therefore, out of my who I am, I do things that would be the same as a believer or a follower right. of Christ. Right. So I do the works, loving caring, uh, looking out for other people, um, praying to God. Those are all doing things. And then in the results, what do I have? I have relationship with God. I mean, that's my goal. When you talk about my faith, that's how I, I walk that out. Totally. Totally. Yeah, go ahead. Well, basically I was saying when you enter into that space of being a believer, it's, it is that space of just saying, it's like my kids, when they come into the house, Yeah. my son says he knows he's my son. Yeah. And he bees my son, part of the expression. Yeah, yeah. He's being my son. He doesn't have to work to become your son. He doesn't son. have to work. He doesn't have to do anything. He can walk right up to my refrigerator, open it wide open, pull whatever's out, eat whatever he wants. <laughs> yes. It's because why? He's my son. Yeah. He can walk through the front door of my house Without even ringing the doorbell. Yes, he can. Why? Because he's my son. So in being my son, those are his actions. Now, if he was trying to be my son, he would ring the doorbell. He would mm. knock. He would try to, hey, is, can, I, can I check out the refrigerator? Uh, excuse me, Fred Concio. Can I check? Why are you calling me Fred Concio? Why don't you call me dad? Why don't you call me father? Because you're not being my son. Mm. And that's the difference of being and acting. Yeah. So if any man be in Christ, mm-hmm. he is a new creature. Yeah. That's what it says in 2 Corinthians 5.17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passing away. All things are becoming new. There's be, do, have right there in that scripture. Yeah. If any man be in Christ... He's a new creature. 
old things are passing away, which means I'm constantly releasing or doing the works or the actions of releasing my old self mm-hmm. and taking on a new self. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. There's yeah. the have. And that's I the get new to have creation. the new. Yeah, yes. Exactly. That's so important. And I, I think that especially in in uh spiritual practices, I think that we find ourselves caught up in the doings yes. more than being. <laughs> and and so, so much so, time, so wait, wait, yeah. sometimes I hear people say, Are you a human doing? Yeah. Or are you a human being? Right. And sometimes it's so important just to take a moment and establish your being. Yes. My son taught me that one time. Yeah. He came up to me and said, Dad, you were just sat and meditated. And I went, meditate? Yeah, I, I, I study the Word. He goes, no, no, no. I'm not only talking about just the Word. Because, yes, you could meditate the Word. But have you ever just stopped and just be? Yeah. Like, what do you mean be? He goes, just stop and just let God love you for being you. And sometimes we are in that category of I got to work to be so that I could be loved. Sure. And God's going, no, no, you're already loved. You're already yeah. accepted. Yeah. You know, and once you hit that, that it's, it's like a mind bend that mm-hmm. we always work to be loved or work to get. And God's going, no, just be my son. Just be my daughter. Yeah. And you receive my love. Like what? you can't you can't be any more accepted or any well, more loved well, than you already are. Yes. You're coming to that word grace. Yeah. Grace is un merited favor you cannot work for it you can't earn it it's just a gift from god unmerited favor and the power to come out of whatever problems you're in exactly so how would this show up this the same type of understanding the be do have how would that show up in like a work environment a work environment (laughs) yeah like your career or your job or for a student is tough. It's so tough, but it is possible. Yeah. It depends what your goal is first and what you want to be in your career. Do mm. I want to be the most popular guy in the, in the office or do I want to be the most smartest uh, looked upon person in the office? What is my goal for my career? Once you know your goal, then you know how you're going to be. Mm, interesting. So if you want to be successful... And let's, for this podcast... Say, and your definition of success. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. For the definition of success for this podcast, um, let's say that you achieve the highest position within your uh, part of the company. So if you're a salesperson in your company, you okay. become the number one salesperson for three months in a row. So that's my goal. There you go. So then what do I have to be... In other words, to reach that goal, I have to be energetic. I have to be consistent. I have to be, well, how does well, that, that comes work? On, that comes along the lines of the works part or the action part. Those are all things that come with being. Being basically is I want to be successful. So I, they say sometimes it's best to start calling yourself successful so you can live in the success. Let me give you a, a classic example. The psychologist took a bunch of basketball players, lined them up, and they said, we want you to shoot baskets. They said, okay, where's the basketball? No basketball, just shoot baskets Mm. and picture them going in swish every time. Yeah. And they went, what? Come on, guys, do it. 
So one by one, they started closing their eyes and just shooting, visualizing that it was going in, swish, every time. And they were joking and laughing and laughing and laughing. Sure enough, their percentage points of shooting went up drastically just by believing that they were good shots. Mm. Just by being a good shooter in their brain, the visualization of it. They became it. So if I want to be Mr. Successful, best employee in regards to salesperson, then I've got to see that in my brain and start being that Mr. Successful salesperson. Then I go out and start doing the action. Yeah. Does that explain a little bit better? I guess it does. I, I don't know. If I, I think success is a kind of a big word. It is. I, I think, is. I think you need, we need to, um, if th- this is your actual goal of what you're working towards and using this uh, platform to do it from, I think you probably have to, you know, specific, specific, specify. <laughs> that's the word. Yes, specify it better so that you would be able to actually be or inc- let that be your person. Yes. And then you can do the work from it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So what are some things you can do in actions to becoming that best salesperson? Yeah. Well, I think the doings would come from whatever that picture is. Probably, you know, just being a good employee, showing up on time, um, doing the work requested of you, going above and beyond with my attitude and how I'm going to get it done, Um, not giving up before my... uh, you know, due date of reaching what I'm trying Your to accomplish. Date, yeah. 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 So I think all of those are the doings of doing that. Yeah. Of, of or being, the actions. Yeah. The actions of do, the doing of the doings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Bible even says faith without work is, is dead. dead. So it's one thing to have faith and believe yeah. is nothing to do the actions yeah. of what you're declaring that you want to believe and become. Right. So, yes, it is important to do the actions and to do the works that are in front of us because God says they're basically dead. They're they're dreams that will never come to pass because you were never willing to jump in them and be a part of the actions to carry them out. So now, what would be the have at the end of the result of this employee that is trying to be the best salesperson? Well, you would have the success. Yeah. The success of, of reaching like, your, your mark, well, it depends on your work environment, but it could mean that you get promoted, yeah. and now you're the, the manager over the sales department. There you go. Yeah. You get the little trophy, you get the little plaque <laughs> that says, hey, you were the best salesperson of 2000, blah, blah, blah. And there you go. Yeah. Well, and, and I, think, are- I think it's so important. I mean, I mean, we're joking on it. Right now, a little bit, but the truth is, is when you keep your word to yourself, that's where uh, you get to grow as an individual, and yes. your confidence and your trust in yourself just grow to a new place. And we make light as if work is not important, but this is something that we all do, right? We are all somewhere trying to make the monies. Now, that may not be the goal of your whole life is to make money, but that is the avenue in which we support ourselves. Yeah, definitely. So um, I don't think God is opposed to us having money. Nope. So I don't think we should make light of it, but the sense it's really about our core person of who we are in our identity. 
of who we are. True. Even the bigger picture. I mean, we broke it down into three areas, but there's a bigger picture. Um, like, I want to be a, a positive impact to the people around my life. Mm. Those that I speak to, those who I live with, those who I work with, right? Mm. I mean, that's yeah. a bigger picture rather than breaking it down. But if I'm not uh, doing the part that I need to in my marriage, it's going to affect the part in my relationship with God. It is going to affect the part at work. Yes. Um, I don't feel like we're departmentalized human beings. We're whole people. Everything is included in us. Mm-hmm. So um, this be do have is a very big element. And I know with everything that you went through in that last week. Yeah, for me, I, I invited myself in a position with these three words that's looking at me in 3D. Be, do, have. So after all these results from the hospital, they come back showing you the things that you're doing good in, the things that you're not doing too good in. They'll show you your blood sugar. They'll show you your blood pressure. they show you all the things about your human body that you could do some work on. And sure enough, I looked at my body and went, I want to be healthy. I want to eat healthy. I want to live healthy healthy. And that is my goal. So because of that, I get to do the works or the actions of being healthy, which means I do my best not to eat processed foods. I do my best not to make my sugar levels go up by all the carbs and all the sugar and all the sweet stuff that's out there. I do my best to live this life of an action of one who is trying to live healthy. Guess what? Once I do, I get to have. I get to have the results of a healthy life. And that's what I'm shooting for. And I hope you too out there that you're doing your best to say, how can I be, do, have, and enter into the space that God has created for me to have. But each time I'm crying of what I don't have, but Mm. not willing to do what I need to be to do to have so be do have whoo it's powerful it, <laughs> yeah, is it is powerful it will mess with your head if you apply it in almost every area of your life well not just mess with you i think it will bring some clarity and clarity yes, to if your you're life. willing to work with it yeah yeah see there was a time i wasn't willing to work with it i want to eat whatever i want to eat i want to do whatever i want to do and it's my life and doctors you're not going to tell me what to do. And all of a sudden, whoop, life changed. Yeah, yeah. Time and, to be- well, even at that point, we want to blame God, right? Yes. Like, God, why is this happening to me? Why but would it happen to poor little me? I, I think there's a, the truth is, there is consequences, blessing or cursing yes, yes. in what we do. God said, hey, be healthy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not stopping you from being healthy. <laughs> I got plenty of blessings for you. Be healthy and do the actions of it, and you'll get to have right. a healthy life. Yeah, yeah. So Very I encourage good. you, those of you guys that are trying to lose weight, those of you that are trying to get healthy, those of you that are trying for a new career, those of you that are trying to heal your relationships, I just want to encourage you by prayer and blessing and honor you that, hey, be, do, have are the starting blocks of headed of getting to where you're headed. Yes, I think it's the fundamental steps that you can actually look at. That when things go crazy, that there are some things that will remain and that you can walk in. Yep. 
Very All right, huge. well, let's break these down tennis shoes. B means what, Belinda? B means to... You're, it's who you are being. It's the essence of the core of who you are. Perfect. And actions basically are the things that you'll take, the actions to become what you want to be. Yes. And then have... Your results from the actions of whatever you're doing or not doing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> your results will you show get. up. Yes, they Just will. Just like the results in a in a doctor's test. Hey, your sugar's high. Ooh, those are my results, huh? Then my actions must have been a little different. Uh-huh. <laughs> that shows up. Yep, yep, it does. Well, thanks for sharing, babe, because I know it wasn't a fun time for you, but I no, think even <laughs> through your difficulties, we can all learn. Well, I pray that my experience might help somebody out there that is going through a tough time in regards to their be do have. There you go. I love you very much. I love you too. Best relationship ever. Something to remember. God has placed relationships as one of his top priorities. And I believe we can learn to do that as well. Like and subscribe to BRE Podcast. Be sure to share with friends. Best Relationship Ever is based out of Covering Ministries. You can find and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. There is also a link directly to our website in the show notes. Please consider partnering with us. Help us see this program reach thousands who are in need of support and trainings.